everyone. Welcome back to Cultural Takes, episode two here. Uh, got another uh, show for y'all tonight, a little World Cup review. Uh, hit that France and Croatia final, uh, revisit our predictions. Um, John, you were wrong. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> NBA, of course. NBA, it was a good game. NBA segment, uh, we got a little, uh, couple signings, Jabari, Isaiah Thomas, uh, hit on a new segment tonight. Um, we're actually going to be, uh, talking about a few bandwagon teams we jumped on through the years and a few, uh, random teams we hated throughout the years. Do that for both the, uh, NBA and NFL, and, uh. Yeah, we, uh, we'll also talk about a couple busts that uh, we were pretty surprised about in the NBA and NFL. So, uh, yeah, we'll get to it. Uh, started off with the World Cup. That uh, France World Cup champions, what you boys think? I thought it was actually a really good game. I uh, wasn't surprised by the outcome, to be honest, but my score prediction, 2-1, to one, wasn't correct. France uh, coming out. What was the final score? 4-2. Four, four, two. Two. Four, two. Yeah, I had 3-1. Guns blazing with the goals. John, what did you have? Um, I believe I had two one Croatia, right? Yeah, two one yeah, Croatia. So, yeah, a little so. off. Well, they, I mean, they they started off terribly. The own goal always kills the momentum, and then when you're when you're down, you always feel like you have to come back. So uh, I feel like they just really that uh, killed them. Was something else? It was nice. Was firecracker. I actually didn't see any of the game. I was <laughs> fucking recovering in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yep. Nah. Uh, so uh. Yeah, World Cup as a whole, pretty much. I mean, I'm not a big soccer fan, but it's pretty enjoyable for me. It was I mean, one of the better World Cups. The good things about the good thing about France winning was uh, the young players got to show how good they could really be. They could play with everybody, and all the greats in the world, which they did during the World Cup. And uh, Pogba got to show why he he is a star. Everyone always thought he had uh, him and Conte too. Yeah, him, Conte, and Mbappe. I mean, Mbappe. Mbappe. I saw Mbappe's goal. That one was actually he's a, pretty. Dope. He's a stud. I mean, he's just ridiculously fast. Him going down the side is just no one can keep up with him. They have, they have to have a safety player just to get Even to him. One on one though, I mean, he he's unstoppable. Yeah, yeah I saw Mr. Ponytail on Croatia get fried by him a couple times. <laughs> but uh yeah any any other fucking big points from the world cup no i mean it was pretty straightforward yeah. it was just crazy that uh no one thought france was going to go that far just because all the young players they proved yeah. everybody wrong croatia was awesome belgium was awesome they uh proved everybody they can keep up england surprised everybody by going that far like i said last time they have uh, a reputation of not ever coming Choking. up to standard yeah they choked so uh it was interesting. It was a good. It was a good one. It sets up for next time. No one's good. I think Brazil's already the um, favorite, yeah. but I don't know how they could say that with how we'll they played in the past two World Cups. So we'll see. Hopefully the USA can qualify for the next World Cup. Yeah, yeah we'll nice. see. Very <laughs> nice. But uh, yeah, France party on. Got a friend over there. Looks like a fucking uh, blast. But uh, yeah, it's all we got for the World Cup. Now uh, we'll jump into the NBA. Over the weekend, uh, Isaiah Thomas, one year, uh, veteran minimum to the uh, Denver Nuggets. Bring in the bank. <laughs> he did say, what was it, a year back, that someone's going to have to uh, bring, the bank's tr- bring the Brinks truck for to sign him. So, uh, And they brought it. Yeah, they the brought it. The vet minimum. The whole thing. <laughs> flow. A year ago, people were talking about Isaiah Thomas being signed for five years, $150 contract. million dollar contract. And yeah. now he uh, is just scratching right now for the two million vet men. So yeah, I mean, we'll see how it goes. He was in that MVP through. conversation that he finished what, like fourth in MVP voting two years ago. Yeah, but he is and a li- he's, he's a liability on defense. He's injury right now is kind of something to be. Yeah, his injury's been consistent. For. True. Yeah, yeah. definitely. La I mean, clearly he, didn't want him. If he ain't scoring twenty five a game, it, I really don't think it's worth it because he's given up at least. 26 on the other end. So. It's funny how uh, he left the Cavs and went to the Lakers, and then LeBron went to the Lakers, and he's no longer <laughs> he's on the no Lakers. Longer, <laughs> LeBron clearly might not want him there. LeBron running away from the little man. <laughs> Poor guy. But yeah, the, uh, the Nuggets also traded uh, Kenneth Fareed, uh, Mr. Energy, Darrell Arthur, and a uh, 2019 first-round pick to the Nets for Isaiah Whitehead. I mean, pretty much just a clap. Cap clearing deal. They just signed Jokic to that huge deal, um, paying Millsap a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Just signed Barton, so they're just getting rid of those. Uh, Barton's a thug, guys. man. Yeah. <laughs> Barton. He played. He played really good last year. Yeah, I like him too, man. Solid. Yeah, so I think they're saving forty-three million getting rid of those dudes. So 
Not a not a bad one. And how about uh, old Jabari Parker to your to y'all's bullies? Looking forward to that. Pretty excited. Hometown boy. And a, and one of your Duke boys. Too. Yeah, that's true. Your Duke boys as well. Nah, not no more. Oh <laughs> yeah. Pack alum, baby. Oh okay. yeah, all the way. Well, uh, so. I mean, well, he has to he has to revive himself. He didn't live up to standards in Milwaukee. He was injured. So, um, hopefully he's healthy. Yeah, so hopefully this contract is just to prove that he deserves to be a, a top paid player in the league. He, he can't be one of those, though. He's got a lot of talent, and he just has to he stay really, healthy. I really like the signing. $20 million, not that, I mean, not too amount, bad, but only two years. And honestly, on paper, Chris Dunn, Zach Levine, Jabari Parker, Lori Market, and Wendell Carter. That honestly sounds. And I like Wendell Carter right now. Wendell Carter's a ball. Yeah, yeah but at the same time, they have to all mesh. They have to I all mean, mesh. They, on paper, they have that meshes. That, on paper. And they're, what, all under 25? I mean, that's a, that's I've a been solid spe- young court. I've been spectacle of the Bulls the since East. they fired Tom Thibodeau. The East? Dude, Tom Thibodeau is trash. Tom Thibodeau is a good coach. Tom Thibodeau runs his players into the Go. ground. Jimmy Butler's trying to leave Minnesota. Are you out of your mind? Because all the young players. No, because no. Tom Thibodeau's a shit coach. No, dude, Tom Thibodeau is a good coach. No, he's not. You can't convince. Me otherwise, subpar. You guys, not subpar. even subpar, man. Don't say that about my guy. This is 1980. You can't. Well, you play, you boss play players for him like that no more. Tom is the man. People love him. Players so, love him. Well, if you, uh, well every single player on his team averaged the most minutes in the league. Like by his starting five, played forty some minutes a game. That's true. And then, well, oh, Jimmy Butler gets hurt at the end of the year. That's not. That's not coincidence. He's done it to Joe Kim Noah, Derrick Rose. I mean, he just runs players into the ground. He just... I can't argue that the, the numbers are yeah, there. Yeah, the defense is... Re- I mean, he literally thinks defense wins, but we're in the most high-scoring NBA era of all, era time. Of all time. So, yeah, I think he's a little behind. Uh, but, yeah, touch on a little summer league here now. Uh, one guy I'm really... You know, I'm a Knicks homer, but my, Mitch Robinson's absolutely been tearing it up. I mean... He finished the summer league averaging 13, 10, uh, four blocks a game, which is the highest uh, block average in summer league ever. He shot 67% from the field. Um, He also recorded the offensive rebound record. Uh, He averaged six of those a game, which is another summer league record. And we didn't run one play for the dude, and he's still shooting 70% from the field, putting up 13 and 10. And he didn't even play college ball last year, so I'm I'm really excited to see. What uh? What ends up happening with him? What about you, Johnny Boy? Player I'm most excited to see from the summer league. Or just yeah, one one's caught your eye. I'm gonna say Colin Sexton, uh, just because he's been, he's been he's shown flash that he can take he can come into the Cavs organization and play. They don't, they're obviously in the rebuilding stage, so that's a good player to build around. Um, there's a lot of players to to really watch out for though, but I, I'm gonna take Colin Sexton because he's everybody's gonna be looking at the Cavs since LeBron just left there. They're gonna they're gonna see how they and they gave him they number two a franchise player. So yeah, and they're gonna Kyrie. they gave him number two. We'll see how we, that works we talked out. about how the East is wide open, so he's gonna have to make his mark. So let's see if he can do it. Um, I'm really high on Jaron Jackson Jr. To be honest, in his last game he had 14 points, eight rebounds, and four blocks. And in the previous game, he actually had nine points, nine rebounds, and seven blocks. The dude is just a freaking animal right now. He's eating. And I really hope he can bring some energy and new life to Memphis. They really need that right now. So I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do. And he's like one of the youngest players. I want to say he's 18 right now. So Wow. Yeah, he's been killing it. No doubt. Well, uh, yeah, we're going to jump into the new segment of the week, which is, I uh, mentioned earlier, uh, some bandwagon teams we jumped on, and some uh, just random teams I hated throughout the years. Uh, I'll get it going. Uh, I was hard on the uh, 2013 Memphis Grizzlies, the uh, the old, uh, what would they call the grindhouse over there in Memphis, <laughs> Azebo, uh, Marcus Saul, Tony Allen, Mark, uh, Mike Conley. I just really fucked with those dudes, man. They played... Just physical as hell. Beat the shit out of every team every night. Uh, they went toe-to-toe with the Thunder that year. And uh, they suspended Zebo for some bullshit in Game 6. And he couldn't play in Game 7. So the Thunder actually ended up stealing that series, in my opinion. But, uh, yeah, that was definitely one of those uh, bandwagon teams. I mean, I have no affiliation to Memphis, but I just uh, took a liking. One of mine, and uh, you guys might think the actually the opposite... 
is I liked the Lakers with uh, Meta Peace and Gasol. I just I love that team. Randall. <laughs> I love I mean, mine was too. But. Uh, I like that team a lot. I just thought Meta Meta World Peace brought character to that team. Kobe was always a dog and a straight killer. Stood up for himself. I mean, uh, and Gasol always took care of it. He never Everyone was really met, too loud. Uh, Elbowed hard in the back of the head. On that team. Exactly, plays like that just brought character to the game, and it was fun to watch Kobe exactly react to character. Uh, say some intensity, not character. Okay, intensity. <laughs> I call it character. Um, I, I I just like watching Kobe being that in that kind of in those scenarios with Meta, and he always had his back as a teammate. Always took carried him, and uh, it was just it was just a cool team to watch. They they were successful. And you see, he got ejected in the uh, big three game this weekend. Yeah, I mean, surprise, surprise. <laughs> Kicked the ball, and then uh, yeah, but he just made took it fun. A for the fan on the way out. He's still crazy. <laughs> that's the, that's what I'm talking about. That's that's him. He made the team. He made the Lakers fun for a little bit. Hey, how about you? The San Antonio Spurs back in 2013, 2014, big bandwagon team right there with Tim Duncan. Manu, Tony Parker. Those were some great finals. Yeah, that was a great, the yeah, so back then. But they took them 4-1, to so that was actually a great series. Yeah. Uh, yeah that was the redemption year. Oh, yeah. So they got their fifth championship. Yeah, no, that was a, so, I enjoyed both of those finals. Those shits were crazy. Good time of basketball. Well, there was actually a little competition in the league. Back uh, in the day. Another one uh, I jumped on was uh, the 2015 Thunder. Uh, oh yeah. What could have been? This game still just makes me sick to my. This whole series just makes me sick to my stomach thinking about it. Uh, well, it was. We all know it. They were up three-one against the old fucking Golden State Warriors. Uh, they were whooping their ass. I I love. We were all on vacation that. together yeah. when that was happening. <laughs> I'll, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, I just love Stephen Adams. The dude was. That was his coming out party that that playoffs. Uh, Kevin Durant, obviously Russell Westbrook, Roberson. Uh, I just really love that, and it was Donovan's first year, so I actually still thought he was a decent coach. Uh, don't know how I feel about him now, but besides the point. Uh, but yeah, now that team they took Golden State to the to the brink, and then ended up blowing the uh, last three. Game six, I was actually in vacation, uh, partying with some of my friends, <laughs> watching Game six. Clay Thompson absolutely dropped off, and I was just drinking away my pain the rest of the night. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that was another uh, bandwagon team that uh, ripped my heart out again. And the last one I had was the uh, 03 New Jersey Nets. I was young, but uh, I just loved Jason Kidd and Kmart, and they were going against the Lakers, who I hated at the time. So that's just my, my last random bandwagon team that I jumped on pretty hard. I think it'd be hard to talk about this and not talk about the Heat when they they did the super team, the press conference with LeBron. Um, but they, I mean, they did it. They they took over. They came in and every year they were the favorite, which LeBron is every year. But I mean, even more so with Dwayne and Chris Bosh in their prime, and they and they won champ. They won championships. That's really all that matters. So, and everyone was a Heat fan then. Everyone was like, "Oh, Miami, Miami," and I mean. They did good, but I I was never a bandwagon fan for that team. But I I just I thought it was really cool how they did the first team do the super team thing, and now you can see the trend. Nah, they were not the first. Who was the first? Boston Celtics. Oh, with Paul Pierce and all of them. Paul but this Pierce, this takes to a whole Ray new Allen, level. Ronda. No, I mean that team was three stars in their absolute prime. Everyone okay, that's that yeah. That one. I can agree with that. I think that I mean people were. I remember ESPN super team, super team, super team. But no, nah, the heat one was definitely more dramatic with the uh, the, damn, the yeah. show and all that. What they call it? The um, what they say? I don't even know. All the- I remember is one, not one, not <laughs> two, not three, not four, not five. Yeah. Well, y'all got what two? So, <laughs> is what it is. How about one more bandwagons? So got- I'm gonna rock with honestly the L.A. Clippers. During the Lob City, yeah, yeah. Lob City, oh, yeah. The Lob in their City prime, yeah, they're in their prime. I really thought they could have pulled something off, could have won at least one ring. They should have definitely won one. Unfortunately, they, do you think Doc is the reason? No, no. I mean, I just they uh, they had terrible luck. Chris Paul got hurt one year. Blake got hurt one year. And Blake is a uh, kind of injury prone right now. Yeah, to no, be definitely. So he hasn't been yeah, able no, to he recover. Definitely is now. So, but. No, yeah, they blew that one. I remember against Houston, they were up twenty six, and Houston ended up coming back and beating them and going to the Western Conference Finals. But 
No, I definitely. That was another. I forgot about them, but I de- I was kind of on the. They the were exciting to well. watch too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Reddick, I loved Reddick on yeah. that team. And dude. DeAndre uh, with Brandon and I, I believe, just the poster of the year. Oh, yeah. that was <laughs> that actually happened a lot. They used to. I remember he threw down uh, that pick and roll. Blake Griffin threw down two on Powell in one game. That was two of the most violent dunks I've seen to this day. No joke. And uh, some hated teams throughout the uh, my NBA fandom. Uh, the O two, pretty much two thousand to two thousand three Lakers. I couldn't fucking stand them as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> they, they beat my 76ers AI. That That's when it really started. Uh, then they went on to beat, uh, what's it called? Who'd they beat the next year? The Nets, the other team I jumped on the bandwagon for. So it was two back-to-back years of just beating my team as a little kid. It was not about it. Hated Shaq. Hated Kobe. Hated Derek Fisher. <laughs> Now I like them all, surprisingly. I really like Shaq. I think he's most one of the best ever. Kobe as well. But at that time, did not rock with him at all. I don't like Derek Fisher. No, nah, I mean, I don't need any shitty coach for the Knicks. <laughs> Kobe and uh, Shaq never stuck together, though. They really could have probably won some more rings. Two, together, so. two personalities that did not blend. Nope. Oh, yeah. Shaq's work ethic uh, did not fly with old Kobe. <laughs> Big fella. My most hated team is still uh, still there, the still Golden State Warriors. I mean, they're Jesus. on my list as well. I hate them, man. It's just it's not even fun to watch. No. And then when just when you think other teams are catching up, LeBron going to the West and uh, just with a chance, you know, he always has a chance. And then they go out and sign DeMarcus Cousins. Uh, it's just it's not even fun. They just what the Cavs didn't win one game this year. This, it's not fun to watch. It's, it's almost as if the Western Conference Finals is the finals. It doesn't matter who's coming out of the East. The, the, this year, I think Boston's going to come out of the East and give them a ride at least for a little bit. But ultimately, I think they're going to run away with it like they always do. I don't think it's going to be a problem for them. Steve Kerr is a great coach. But I hate watching Steph Curry take three steps and then just shooting. And it's not, it's, it's not even contested, but he practices it all the time. He's perfect at it, and it just swish. And he just looks up and like in surprise or something, but he knows what's going to happen. You know what drives me the most crazy? You could be up by 25, and you're still fucking biting your nose. Oh, you're probably going to lose. Yeah, you just... If, if you're up you're 40, never, you're probably, you're you're probably never, okay. You're never safe against that team. I've just seen so many ridiculous comebacks. Hey, three after three after three, and I'm just like, God. But... I mean, gotta respect them a little bit. They have been three. Out yeah, of four I mean, you can't talk crazy. trash. And they did draft three out of four stars, but it still just drives me nuts. They play. They utilize those players in the best way possible. Yeah. I don't think anybody else would do that. But it's at this point, it's almost, it's almost just not fun. I don't know how much longer they can keep it going. To be quite honest, I mean, how? someone will go, but they have cousins now. So well, they'll they'll be okay for the up. next two years. They will. So Cousins will be something to look forward to, I mean, when he comes back. So, I mean, I would get ready. Yeah, that would be an interesting storyline, at least. I want to see get, how he fits in. Who He's going to win a championship. Who would you let go, though? If you, if you were the GM. Clay. Who, Clay. No, really. I'd let go of Draymond. I would let absolutely. go of Draymond. Absolutely. Really? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I think Draymond's a leader on that team. a generational team. shooter and the guy locks on defense. He's I, a two-way player. I think he's the biggest the trade trade bait. If they're going to trade Jordan somebody, Bell could play seventy percent of Draymond's role. Yeah, I honestly do. You really? Yeah. I really believe Jordan that. Bell has been really doing in time. I really think right he now. could play about. He's six, good. The six, Warriors six. are good at utilizing players. I mean, Javale McGee went there and yeah. they made him look like you a star. You don't think they'd win the title without with Jordan Bell starting instead of fucking? Draymond I do. Yeah, I really do. I also think if they lost Clay, they'd still have a chance. No, I do too. But I think Clay's more valuable, especially in today's age with the threes like that. I mean, yeah. dude. He dropped how many for 36 and a quarter last year? And being able to lock down the lockdown yeah, as well. Yeah, lockdown so. perimeter defender. Yeah. Exactly. Um, oh, one of my last ones, my hated teams, uh, killed my Knicks in the playoffs. The 2013 Indiana Pacers. I was about to go with that one uh, as well. Did, so. not, did not mess with that team at all. One of my good friends is actually a big Pacers fan. He drives me fucking nuts about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, nah, that was one of my uh, one of the only good Knicks year, pretty much the only good Knicks year of my life. We were uh, 54 and 23 that year, I think. Fucking second seed in the East. I legitimately thought we had a chance. I thought it was going to be like the Mavs, just... Uh, Rod Mello to the title, but, you know, the Pacers ended up uh, getting us in the second round in a heartbreaker. 
mellowed and stuff by Hibbert on that uh, baseline drive. <laughs> Still, oh, that one haunts me. But uh, yeah, no, I did not mess with that team at all. And then I was uh, rooting for the Heat the next series, and they pushed the Heat right to the brink. And I really just did not take a liking for uh, Hibbert, George Stevenson. Frank Vogel, none of those dudes. What's Hibbert even up to nowadays? Is he... I don't... I'm going to hit a quick Google on him. Uh, like <laughs> he used to be balling back in the day, but... Yeah, no. Once the NBA changed, he... God. And now Stevenson uh, with the Lakers and LeBron, so... That'll be we'll exciting. see how that that'll works. That'll be exciting. Yeah, Hibbert is not in the NBA. That's crazy. Because he was a max contract player at one point. I mean, yeah, he was a beast. He yeah. Was rim protection, everything. It's crazy how the league changes, though, you know? Yeah, small ball now. That's insane. And he was actually a good shooter. Like, yeah. He, he could hit his free throws. He would hit those mid or, like, dude, it wasn't was bad at all. Too fucking slow, I guess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He'd gas out fast. Yeah, I guess. I mean, he was big. My sister, I remember, she, my sister's like five foot tall, and she, he came to her work, and she took a picture with him, and it was freaking insane wow. I was like holy shit but uh yeah no so that's that was my last hated team you guys got any uh last no ones? no more real hated teams yeah definitely we'll hop on to uh, the, the bus section hit on this real quick uh, two of my just recent busts uh, Ben McLemore I really liked him at Kansas uh, yeah dude was versatile god for the Kings? He would yeah. yeah. I mean, he could shoot it. I really thought he was going to be a player in this league. I liked him, too, especially at Kansas. He was the star at Kansas. Yeah. Kansas is a lot of good players, though, so. No, they yeah. put out a lot. I mean, the Blue Bloods. But, yeah, not nah, Ben McLemore. And then another player I really thought was going to be D'Angelo Russell. I mean, his passing and just scoring ability at He's playing State. good. But he's just, he's such a pro. I mean, he's just locker room yeah, problem not from there what yet. I've heard. And he's just not he's just not all there yet. I, I really thought he was gonna be a generation Yeah, the snitch. The snitch. <laughs> I thought he was gonna be something. I mean, maybe the jury's still out on him, but for a number two pick, I, I really thought he was gonna be like turn a team around real quick, but they traded him for, they traded his ass really quick to be honest. That right after he did that to uh, Nick Young they the the locker room went against him and the You the have to management just knew they had to do something and they'd rather get rid of him than get rid of, rid of the whole you know, do a whole organization shake up. That's dumb. But I think it's hard to have someone like that in another locker room in general though. I mean he has I think he's doing good for Brooklyn, man. I think he is. I mean yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Bus uh, I don't know if I, uh, this might be a real tall take for me to say, but I'm going to say Markel Fultz is a bus. Already? Oh, yeah, already? Wow. I mean, let's be real. So the man played at the end of the season and played pretty good, pretty decently. And he, they went into the playoffs and they sat that man on the bench and they could use, they, there were times where they thought, where you would think you would want to put him into the game. And they never did. And you can say it's for chemistry or whatever. I just don't think they believed in him. I don't think that they, in practice, or, or they, he never showed any flashes for them to feel like we feel comfortable putting you into the game and letting you run the ball down the court and distribute it as we want. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and say that I don't think he's going to fit in there at all and they're going to end up trading him and I don't think he's going to do good wherever he goes. I think he's going to be a bust. But they, They've waited with all their best players for injuries like that, though. He That's wasn't amazing. injured like that. He I mean, you, still, though, I mean. Yeah, no, you, I'm, I'm still a Fultz. I got you gotta get him a I don't believe in him. I didn't believe in him the before process, he got traded. you got to trust the process. He's I believe in Joel Embiid. He's an athletic-ass kid. Fucking 19. Well, we, I felt very confident about Ben Simmons. I mean, he was he was this high caliber player coming out of college, and everyone knew he was going to be good, just like everyone knew Markel was coming out of Washington going to be good. But everyone knew that Ben was just going to take a year and adjust, and they knew that's what was going on. But Markel, it's just it's it's sketchy. It's sketchy the way they're working with him, put him to play for just a couple of games at the end of the season, and then the playoffs come around. He's he's. He's rested. I mean, there's there's no reason. There's no reason. If he's been with the team the whole year, they've they've done well. I don't see why they don't throw him into the. Uh, and that could shake other teams well, up. Also, is a different type of level. Yeah, I though. mean, rotations do get really short in the playoffs. So. 
I, mean, I don't know. I uh, from what I see, I get a bad feeling about him. If it looks bad, I think it's bad. So I'm just gonna rock with it. All right, all right. Fair we'll enough. see. Yeah, we'll come back to that later on midseason. We okay, that's fine. It's on, it's on yeah, right, I'm on record for it, and you'll see. All right. Um, one of mine is actually another Kansas player who was drafted number five overall to the Kings, Thomas Robinson. Ooh. I thought he was going to be a, a pretty good dude down low in the post, be able to handle it, but he has... He was a beast at Kansas, yeah, too. Yeah, he was not... He, he only averaged five points, 4.6 rebounds, and uh, not even really a block a game. So, throughout his NBA career, and he's no longer in the NBA. So, Damn. it's unfortunate to see another Kansas player not really pan out to their potential. So, so what do we got? Two Kansas and Ohio State and... Uh... Washington. Washington. And two drafted by the Washington. Kings. So yeah, the Kings. two two Kings. That's not good. The Kings, uh, I don't like their owner. They, he makes bad decisions. Yeah. Well, but he was a good player. A player. Yeah, he was a beast for a player. Oh, you think player. he'd have more knowledge as to what to do. <laughs> well, same as Jordan, hell of a player. Right. But not he... quite the same. <laughs> but, yeah, that's all we got for the uh, NBA segment today. Uh, now we'll... Uh, Turn it over to football. Head on, hit on that NFL. So we'll start it off here with a uh, Le'Veon news today. Um, it came out that they will, the Steelers will not sign him long term. Um, dumb. Yeah, real dumb. I mean, I think that that's the nail in the coffin. He's not going to be a Steeler after this year. But he'll ball for them this year. He will. I don't know. Contract, uh, you want to know why? Because he wants to get paid. He has to prove he yes. can get. He he deserves to get paid. Where do you think he'll go? Because you have a prediction. I have a bold prediction. I think he's going to go to my Jets. So I think Sam. I think Sam sits this year. I think he gets maybe a couple reps at the end. I don't think we're going nine and nine and seven. I think we're going to go seven and nine with with McCown pretty much under center for most of the year. But with Sam coming in taking over the offense, uh, we're going to definitely get some, hopefully a big receiver and free agency something something in that rank. But our defense is. Looking All right, good. That's enough with the Jets. Maybe <laughs> on here. So uh, going on his rant, but yeah, back to uh, back it's to a late. perfect fit. Yeah, he's dreaming of it. Insane garbage. He's he's daydreaming. Yeah, right. The Jets have hope for once. We'll 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 let him slide this time. Well, but we can pay him too. Who else can pay him what he wants to get paid? I haven't looked into the real. I haven't looked at really destinations next year, but I do think just the disrespect of Pittsburgh shown that he's definitely. I mean, I'd be like, Fuck but why him. won't they pay him the money? I mean, I, I guess absurd. they just have a strict one of. The, I mean, people have strict rules with running backs. I guess paying running backs, and they might just. Well, people could say the the time he got suspended for smoking dope with Legarrette Blunt that one time, but I mean that was two years yeah, ago. I mean, he's been on two uh, two franchise sacks since then. Mm-hmm. So I mean, he's proven that he can. He's going to stay away from the weeds, man. Like Stephen A. Smith would always say, "Yeah, <laughs> stay off the weed." But no, yeah, Le'Veon. I mean, he accounted for thirty percent of their offense, and I guess that's not enough for them. So, I think it's kind of crazy they're gonna let him slide. But we'll see where he ends up. John's John. One can hope for the uh, the Jets uniform next year. Do you think they even get in contract negotiations at all next year, or do you think he's just gonna close the door on them? Uh, I really. It depends on who how the. I don't really know who has uh, free agent money next year. I don't know the who will be in the market. It really just depends, but. Uh, I would think if I were him, I would say fuck the Steelers and I would hit free agency. I Someone's would. gonna pay him. Yeah, no, I mean he's not even that old. I think he's gonna be twenty seven when he hits free agency next year, so he should still have some money. Definitely. And uh for the rest of the NFL what other news? Uh DeMarco Murray retired. Um, I mean nothing crazy. He had a couple good seasons. I Rushing that. record one. Yeah, he had that eighteen hundred yard season. Couple good ones with the boys. It's crazy uh, how he left Dallas and then, mm-hmm. yeah, everything kind of. Yeah, no, that was crazy. I mean, Chip Kelly, freaking, killed him in Philadelphia. Ran him out of shotgun. That that was not is he the, at UCLA the best experiment. Now, Chip Kelly. Yeah, he is at UCLA. Yeah. Back in college where he belongs. <laughs> no doubt. See if UCLA they can step up. UCLA can. Kinda. Yeah, no, they've had a lot of. They have my boy Rose. They have a lot of talent. They never get it done over there. I'm telling you, that West Coast football is soft. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, no, for the rest of the NFL, we'll close it up with the uh, top five QB rankings, top five cornerback rankings, and then we got that uh, bandwagon 
segment for you guys as well tonight. But I'll start off with the uh, QB rankings. I got uh, oh Aaron Rodgers number one. I think it's Aaron Rodgers by a good little bit. Uh, I can understand the Brady argument. I have Brady too, but I think Rodgers' just pure player is much much superior. Tom Brady two, Russell Wilson three, and uh, Matt Stafford four, and close it up with Drew Brees. Um, yeah, Drew Brees just you know solid veteran. He's consistent, one of the most accurate quarterbacks. Matt Stafford, fucking rocket for an arm. Some of the most awkward delivery guys. Just arm talent is phenomenal. And then Russell, he's just, I mean, does something with nothing. Nothing does something with nothing always. <laughs> I mean, he worst O line in the league for the last few years. Five ten quarterback guys just constantly got it done. So that rounds up my top five. So for one, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go with Brady. I I hate. I'm a Jets fan. Clearly, I'm not a fan at all. But I think the the legacy he's already made for himself. It's hard to argue. Even to this day, he's forty odd years old, and the man's still rocking. So I I have him at one. Not a fan, but I can't I can't disrespect greatness. I got Rogers at two at a very close two. I think he actually is better than Tom, but he doesn't have the accolade. So. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, Fair so it's, it's hard to argue with it. But obviously Aaron's just just a finesser on the field. It makes it happen. All the Hail Marys speak for themselves. He's an animal. Oh, Turn yeah. Turn on for five minutes and you'll see what I'm talking about. At um, three, I'm going to go with uh, Drew Brees. I think I just think he's been killing it for so long. The, the Saints paid him this year. Gave him a two-year $50 million contract. He deserves it. He's done so much for that franchise. And the... The, the town of New Orleans, I mean, uh, going through uh, the hurricane and all the stuff he did for them and bringing the Super Bowl over there and giving people hope, that, that was huge. Uh, four, I'm going to go with Ben Roethlisberger. I love Big Ben, man. He, yeah, he makes it happen. Yeah. He, he makes it happen. He sits he there and takes shots. Better than anybody in the NFL, I think. He's a damn left tackle back there. He, <laughs> he does have offensive help, like no. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I was just about to get on that. He does have uh, he does have Le'Veon, Antonio Brown. He had Mart- Martavius Bryant, Juju. Um, yeah, I mean he has. I mean his O line is solid. Yeah. He taught he for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, that was his favorite. But I just, I give it to Big Ben. Yes, he does have a lot of weapons, and he's surrounded by a good crew, but he utilizes them very well. You can't take anything away from him. It's funny how him and Todd Haley used to argue so much, but yet, yet they still win games. I've never seen an offensive coordinator or a quarterback hate each other, just go at it on the sideline, but always made it happen. And five, um, this is a toss-up for me. Back two years ago, I would have said maybe Andrew Luck, uh, but so far off, yeah. I, mean, I respect that. Definitely. But I'm gonna go with Matt Ryan. I like okay. Matt Ryan. He's Matt Ryan. He, he's he's he has his games where he's just throwing picks like no other, and it's it's all about his groove. If he starts out hot, he's gonna stay hot. Uh, if he starts out a little cold, that's when you see the Falcons start to run the ball, L- the old school smash mouth offense that they run sometimes when when Matt's not looking the best. But when he's on, he's on. He has Julio out there, and Julio takes away a lot of the pressure when he wants to pass to the other receivers. So it opens it up for him. I don't know if it's Steve, an offensive coordinator, because he had Shanahan a couple years back, and that's when he killed it the best. But he's working good under uh, Steve. And we'll see what he does this year. It's a big year for him. He just signed that major contract, so I think he's going to show up and show everybody why he deserves it. Yeah, he was right on the cusp. Him and Cam were my my cusp. Right outside. Okay. On the border. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we have pretty much the same first top three with Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, and Drew Brees. I respect it. So, that's. <laughs> I'll just get to the fourth and fifth one for me. Uh, the fourth one, I have Russell Wilson. That dude's a dog. Damn uh, right. Super Bowl champion, almost back-to-back. Questionable play call, but we can just... I think it was a good play call. I think the Patriots just played it better. We can yeah. skip that. If <laughs> you have Marshawn Lynch back there, we just will, you know, skip that for later. And then number five, I'm really rocking with my guy, Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy G. Okay, Jimmy G. I really like the small sample size we got. You don't pay a guy that kind of money unless you oh, really, they believe really see something special in him. And I really think this guy's going to come out and show us something. 
Like, and he's got the best offensive mind in football. Right. right. And so, so, he's in good hands. They just beefed up that O-line, too. They're trying to take care of him. Right. And he really did learn a lot, I think, on the Bill Belichick and Tom, and Tom Brady. He did prove himself in New England. I really don't think New England should have traded him away. I think they might have should have held on to him. Oh, Bill was pissed. So, uh, yeah. Bill was pissed. They were talking about him leaving because of that. I really think Jimmy G is going to be a really good quarterback for the future, and 49ers got someone special there. So, All right. No doubt. I'm a Jimmy G fan as well. Can't put him five yet, but hell. I mean, hell, I mean did he show me if he's there next year, to be I'm honest. I'm going to rock with them. Who is, uh, who's his receivers? I love it. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Shanahan will scheme him open. <laughs> Uh, now we got uh, the top five cornerbacks. Um, started off here. I got uh, Jalen Ramsey, number one. Uh, two, I had Casey Hayward. Um, three, Patrick Peterson. Four, my boy Jay Jank, Janoris Jenkins. And five, I had Chris Harris Jr. Uh, Ramsey, I mean, he speaks for himself. Guy is freaking huge, but fast as shit, versatile, can do it all inside, outside, hits, does it all. Casey Hayward, I mean, his footwork and just mirroring receivers is, I think, best in the league. Patrick Peterson, guy's done it for year after year, covers number one all across the field. Um, Janoris Jenkins, this is one of my favorite corners just to watch. I mean, Florida. Yeah, definitely Florida Gator. <laughs> he wasn't there for too long. Um, but, yeah, no, he's one of my favorites to watch. The guy can just play 10 yards off and still take everything away underneath. And his just reaction, he really is like a jackrabbit. It's just insane. And Chris Harris, uh, guy, play inside, outside, take away that slot, no problem. And he's just got it done for year after year as well. So had to had to put him in there. Well, mine, I'm going to start it off with the same. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, I mean, Mr. No Mouth Guard on the field, just letting it hang. But, man, he gets into people. Just look at what he did to A.J. Green. A, a solid veteran, keeps it quiet, doesn't ever let people get to him. He he got to him, man. He, I think he had one catch for eight yards that game. And A.J. Lawson threw him over. So Ramsey gets in people's heads. He, he takes them out of the game. And he's I think he's the best at it at such a young age. At two, I'm going to go with a vet, Patrick Peterson. I think, like you said, runs with the number one all over the field. Isn't afraid of the of the matchup. He's Even if he's getting beat, when he played Julio a couple years back, I remember he got beat for a couple deep balls, but he kept going in there, never lost a step. So I respect him. Casey Hayward at three, like you said, he's probably the best at mirroring players. In San Diego, they play so much man with, their, with how they rush the passer, so... It's a lot of responsibility. He's taking the number one most of the time, so he has to be out there just one-on-one. He, he gets all the credit, and he gets all the blame when something goes wrong, so he does well out there. At four, I'm going to put Marshawn Lattimore, the young gun, the defensive rookie of the year. I think he's going to be in the uh, Pro Bowl every year when he's in the league. I mean, the, the guy's just the guy's just uh, he's an animal for coming out of Ohio State. I think Denzel Ward's going to follow in his footsteps. We'll see. And I if, wanted to put Lattimore back, couldn't after one year. Couldn't do it yet. I mean, yeah, man, he was he, a beast. He's, he was a beast. he's covering some of the best receivers in the league, and he was showing out. Um, five, I'm going to put uh, Rhodes closed, Xavier Rhodes. I, 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 he's a big, big guy, and for him to be able to get the – Yeah, FSU. I mean, he he get the small – Antonio Brown, the small receivers even. He's such a big guy, but he can stick to them. Antonio got a, a couple good catches on this year, but those, that was just because he's a Tony Toe Tab, just finds a way to get his toes in and catch the ball while it's out of, out of, the, out of the play. It's ridiculous. But Xavier shows that, that he's one of the best in the league, so that's my top five. Yeah, him and Peters were my uh, two right outside. I like Peters too. He just gets blown sometimes, but he's definitely up there. So for my top five, I have one, Jalen Ramsey, uh, two, Casey Hayward, three, Xavier Rhodes, uh, four, Patrick Peterson, and then five, my, my dog, uh, Marcus Peters. Yeah. Uh, I really love this guy. He's an animal. In his three seasons, he already has 19 interceptions. I won't forget the 90-yard pick six he had against the Ravens. <laughs> you know, so... Nah, yeah, the intercept, that dude is yeah, he's crazy. An animal. 
crazy ball. And he can return it. He also had another one against uh, Peyton Manning. That was like a 55-yard return for a pick six. So the dude really can uh, uh, score when he has the ball in his hands. So he's Absolutely. a threat. Yeah, maybe the touchdowns he's given, he's probably made up for him with interception touchdowns. Even so. fumble... Uh, no, yeah, no, I've seen, yeah, I forget what game it was. I saw he had an interception and a fumble recovery. That shit was insane. But um, I thought it was done. The Chiefs got ruined. I mean, yeah. Now to LA, see that? The Rams see are that's, yeah, that shit's crazy on paper. I'm really interested to see how that works out. And then for the uh, onto the bandwagon uh, segment, uh, one of my bandwagon teams throughout the years was the uh, the LOBC Hawks. Uh, those dudes were just absolute dogs. I mean, Earl. Earl Thomas, Richard Sherman, Cam Chancellor, Marshawn, Russell Wilson. I mean, I just, top to bottom, with Pete Carroll at the helm, that team was just so fun to watch, had so much personality. Uh, They were all young as shit at the time. Bobby Wagner, KJ Wright, they were all just young as shit and got it done. Should have two-peated, should have got two in a row. That damn uh, goal line interception, but yeah, that was definitely one of the uh, teams I was bandwagon hard for. My favorite bandwagon team that I ever just that I was a big bandwagon fan of were the uh, Peyton Colts days where they had Dallas Clark, Marvin Harrison, Reggie Disgusting. Wayne, Dwayne Freeney, Dwight Freeney, uh, Robert Mathis, Bob Sanders hitting them hard in the back. Bob Sanders is big. <laughs> yeah, I I love that. It was uh, mainly for me. Uh, I loved watching Peyton play under Tony Dungy. Obviously, he just that those were. You think the Broncos days were the prime days? No, sir. The 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 Indianapolis Colts days were his prime days. Uh, just watching him slip it into Marvin Harrison. People forget how good Marvin Harrison was. He was an animal. Great route runner. Um, the and just them playing the Patriots every single year. It was Peyton and Tom every single year, and it was just always, just always a spectacle. The definitely the game of the year to watch every year, in my opinion, and. I don't know. I don't think a lot of people remember uh, the Colts days and think of them as a, like a, one of the best teams in history, but they really were. Uh, for me, it's actually going to be the 2003 Super Bowl winners of Tampa Bay Buccaneers hey. with uh, Warren Sapp, I had a Warren Ronde Sapp jersey Barber, Derek Brooks, Brad Johnson, and uh, my guy Keyshawn Johnson. So that's another bandwagon team that I really liked back in the day growing up. So. I remember that. They kicked the shit out of the Raiders. I yeah, but so you know bad. that's because uh, John Gruden got traded from there. He was like, we got to bury him. Yeah. <laughs> Inherited the fucking dynasty team. but That Tony Dungy built. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, another uh, bandwagon team I had throughout the uh, 2010 Saints. That Super Bowl team. I like the 06 Saints, too, when they lost in the uh, what was the NFC Championship. But uh, I was a big, big Reggie Bush fan growing up, so I followed him to the Saints. Just took a – would follow them other than my Giants. And uh, that one year, great season. Uh, I remember that crazy NFC Championship versus the uh, Vikings where Favre threw that interception, blew the game for them. Then they went on to beat John's uh, Colts. <laughs> What's his name? Uh, Tracy Porter, I think. Oh yeah, the big yeah. pig. The pig. Yeah. Pig to seal it, that was a. Uh, you know, I was just that was a dope ass team. And I just uh, that should have been his first Super Bowl to get there mm-hmm. uh, to get that Super Bowl after Katrina and stuff. So that was definitely another one of my bandwagon teams. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I mean, this is pretty obvious. Who didn't love Mike Vick? Who didn't like to watch Mike Vick oh, yeah. run around the field and tear oh people God. up? I, I believe um, – I want to say it was the Packers. Uh, they were down 14 points. and they I mean, Mike had threw like two picks. I don't know the exact numbers. But come back in the second half and he's running around all, the, all over the field throwing the ball to uh, Rodney White. I think he had an 84-yard touchdown, something in that range. And Mike just ran it in for, I think, two scores. Come back and beat them. And that was in the playoffs. So, I that. yeah. So that was uh that that was my bandwagon. But I think everybody uh, everybody that was loved. At Lambeau too. Yeah, it was at Lambeau too. So I think that's that's everybody's childhood favorite watching Mike Vick just tear it up because that was just revolutionary yeah. to the NFL. Nobody had really seen that before. He was the Iverson of football at the time. Yeah, crazy. He's a goat. Another uh, bandwagon for me is uh, the 2009 Arizona Cardinals. I really hoped that uh, they were going to be the Ravens' rivals, the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
unfortunately, that did not happen. But you had Larry Fitzgerald, Antoine Bolden, Kurt Warner. With the two gloves. So, <laughs> and that was a crazy uh, pick six. Uh, pick six, James Harrison. Had, oh, my God. Uh, had 99 yards. Ready so ran, ran back. So, that was a wild Super Bowl and that crazy catch at the end of the game, too. So. Oh, yeah. Well, who was it? San Antonio Holmes in the, in the back. Oh, yeah. Not, he won MVP, a, right? I think he won MVP. Yeah, he was Super Bowl MVP. <laughs> No, I remember those playoffs. Every week, Arizona would play, and I would just be like, yeah, they got to lose. And they just kept winning. And I was like, how the hell? Because when we were kids, Arizona was yeah, terrible. Trash. So when they made it into I like didn't even think it was real. I was like, what the hell's going on? And then uh, my last bandwagon team I had was the 05 Bengals. Um, you know, TJ Hushmanzada, Chad Johnson, Carson Palmer, Pac-Man. I mean, they just had... No, they didn't have Pac-Man at that time. What am I saying? Rudy Johnson... <laughs> But, uh, yeah, no, that team was really cool. Um, I remember they lost first round of the playoffs to the Steelers after they took out uh, Carson Palmer's knee towards <laughs> ACL in the first quarter, and that was that was all she wrote. Bengals never got that playoff, man. Cool. All right, well, yeah, uh, no, I'll just hit – I think I had one hated team. It was John's Peyton's Colts, actually. I – did not like that team at all. Why? Yeah, the Colts. Just didn't. I didn't like the Patriots or the Colts, to be honest. I was not a fan of either. Uh, Dallas Clark, Marvin Harris, they were, they were so boring to me. Too Those perfect. Boring-ass uniforms in the dome. And they always I, they always blew it to me. They would always, they, they never beat the Patriots in a big game, really. At one time they did. But I was just not a, not a Peyton Colts guy. I liked them on the Broncos, though. I really did. And uh, now we'll close it up with the uh, the bust, a couple busts that uh, surprised us throughout the years. And uh, I'll get it going with uh, Trent Richardson. <laughs> <laughs> Number three overall pick to the Browns. I mean, oh, yeah. This guy used to run through entire teams in college. He was built like a grown-ass man, was pretty fast for his size. I mean, the guy was... Everything you'd want in a running back at that time, I really thought he would be something else. But he had those, he had a ton of touchdowns his rookie year. I think he had double digit touchdowns, but averaged about like two yards a carry. So nothing special. And then got traded to the Colts and flamed out from there. So that was one of my uh, bigger surprise busts. He got he uh, sued for them releasing him, I believe. Right? That's how desperate he was. He wouldn't get a yeah, job, so he yeah. sued to get some money. He's that was bad. Yeah, I thought Trent was going to be good too. Uh, I think it'd be hard to talk about this and not talk about uh, Jamarcus Russell. Let's be. Oh, I mean, yes. I remember Took when the he was. Money and ran. Oh, and yeah. drank it and lean. <laughs> uh, I mean, I remember him coming out of LSU. Everybody kept talking about this guy can get on his knees and throw seventy yards. And he was I mean, huge though. I mean, yeah, that's he another thing. Left tackle. Yeah, uh, but he came into the league and. I mean, he just didn't give a fuck. It's no, crazy. He gave no fucks. It's crazy. It's it's because at LSU they didn't. He was in a terrible environment to his credit at that time in Oakland, but still, he he didn't he didn't do himself any favors. But Oakland was a shit show. Okay, that's fine. But I mean, he ultimately he didn't he didn't do anything to make his situation no, better. No, definitely didn't. Uh, I think it was hard to succeed there at that time. It sucks because he tried to get cleaned up. Apparently, I don't know how well that went, and tried to come back to the league. But I mean, no one was giving this guy a chance after he, I mean, he robbed the Raiders. Let's be real. Yeah, I remember he held out the whole training camp for, as a rookie, and then went there fat as hell. <laughs> that was crazy. Well, if we're gonna keep on kind of the topic about Joe, uh, Russell right there, we could go to Ryan Leaf. Who was oh yeah, uh, <laughs> Ryan Leaf. <laughs> Charlie, another drug addict. Yeah, another one that kind of went down the drain, but unfortunately he wasn't able to have a good career either. So another bust right there. A few yeah, felonies behind drafted you. right, and that didn't help either. Anytime you're grouped with a player like that, when it's like Jordan or what's his name, or Odin or Durant, Jordan or uh, who was drafted in front of Jordan? I forget. Yeah, uh, I forget. That should be something off the bat. Yeah, should that you you Bulls fans. But yeah, no, nah, whatever. It just when you get grouped next to a player like that, it always makes it worse. But uh, yeah, my last bust—he was a semi-bust in my eyes. Some people will say he was a full-on bust, but Reggie Bush, um, the most electric player I ever watched in college football. I mean, he was a highlight reel every fucking week. Um, fast as hell, so agile. Dude was just a home run waiting to happen every play. I thought he was gonna be really something special, but. 
I think today, I think he was just a little too soon. I think if he came into the league today, he would absolutely tear it up with all these pass-catching backs and everything. I think he was just a little before his time and took a beating running through the tackles when he played. But, uh, yeah, I think that was one of the ones that definitely surprised me. I wish he would have played a few years later. He won a Super Bowl. (laughs) I did win a Super Bowl, but I thought he was going to be a... And I think he just won a lawsuit for a few million dollars for falling in the Rams stadium a couple years back. I mean, he's done all right. (laughs) He did all right throughout the years. Well, uh, you guys got any more busts or I going to close it up for tonight? I got one more. He's not, he might not really be a true bust, but it's, uh, Brashard Pyramid of the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, he's a bust. He's a bust. (laughs) (laughs) He was drafted 28th, so it's not too much pressure. Yeah, but he is looking to make a roster spot this year. He is is maybe looking for a new home. We'll see, but I really thought he could have done something. You guys ever seen more? The bio shot of Brashard Pyramid? Oh, no. 56. And then you, to go back to, uh, you said he was who was drafted before Jordan. Mm-hmm. It was Sam Bowie. Yeah, Sam Bowie. Yeah, 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 Sam yeah. Bowie. Of course, the big center. Yeah. That's, was, I can't remember. Out of Kentucky. Yeah, remember? Oh, yeah, I remember yeah, that. ESPN yeah, did like a 30 yeah, special for him, like a short 30. Big leg, leg injury, mm-hmm. whatever. Like. Yeah, and it was actually kind of, yeah, I actually remember that story because it was fucked up. Like, he had a ton of injuries, and uh, he really wasn't as bad as people perceived him to be, but... Well, yeah, I'm gonna close out with uh, my hometown team. How I lo- I'm not my hometown team, but my my favorite team, the Jets. Um, let's let's talk about Geno Smith for a little bit. Uh, <laughs> no. I, wait, wait, before we say Jets. this, before we say this, John did go on the record about <laughs> four or five years ago when Geno was drafted and said Geno will win multiple, <laughs> not one, not multiple, at least wow. three or I did say that, but that I, I more or less thought out. it was going to turn out in a way like how Rex Grossman got to the Super Bowl with the Bears, he, he, wasn't, he just did what he needed to do, but that, I was wrong, I'll just throw that out clearly. there, I was clearly wrong, clearly. We're, we're doing better with Sam, but Gino was uh, coming out of West Virginia, looked pretty good, but it was a desperation throw by the Jets at the very, since the very beginning, they knew they were either going to get something great or something terrible in. Of course, with the Jets' history, it was something terrible. Well, we'll see what you get with old Darnold. Hopefully, <laughs> he can do well. Hey, we're going to be talking about this next year and say how this best move in Jets' history. And Le'Veon Bell in Jets' uniform. We'll see. Hey, but not. You heard it here first on Culture Takes. Culture Takes. <laughs> Le'Veon Bell to the Jets. Book it, folks. Well, uh, that's all we got for tonight. And uh, we'll be back uh, next week with our third episode. Take it easy.